Coming up next, Major League Rugby Chatter with Ronan Nelson, Steve Lewis, and Matt McCarthy. Brought to you by Friends of the British Council. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up here in New York City at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34. I'm Matt McCarthy, and I am here with the effervescent, bubbling, and handsome Steve Lewis, who is here back in the studio. We've missed him dearly. We've also got Mr. Ronan Nelson on the line. He's not in San Diego today. He's in Los Angeles. He's a Hollywood big shot. Welcome, Ronan. Thanks, Matt. All right, let's go to rocking Ronan Nelson's rugby recap of the MLR weekend. Go ahead, Ronan. All right, so the first game of the weekend brought us back down to Austin, Texas, where I chose once again to go against the Austin Elite and was upended by a really good performance from the Elite. They won 41-33 over the Utah Warriors, who had a really good performance against the Houston Sabercats last week and once again showed that they were only able to play 60 minutes of rugby the Elite came out of the blocks really quickly once again, scored three tries within the first 25 minutes, and Utah came back really well towards the end before, or towards the end of the first half. As the second half started, the Warriors once again took the lead, but it was Austin in the final 20 minutes that was able to pull off the victory. They now sit in prime position for that fourth playoff spot going into the final few weeks of the season. Steve, Austin Elite, team of the week, confounding all of us here on the panel. Um, Go figure. That's great. I mean, they, they were looking like they were in for a long season and uh, struggling, and they've turned it around. So that's, um, that's a character thing. Um, there's a lot of older heads down there. So that's credit to them. They've, they've got their act together in the second half, and now they're scrapping for a playoff spot. Austin's got older guys that have Eagle experience, and it seems to be weighing in here. It does, and they're one of the least affected teams by the recent call-ups to the USA. But they are. They're taking advantage of all that experience that they've had. And against Utah, they really showed it. Like I said, in that final 20 minutes, they were able to use that experience and drive to be able to put themselves just that little bit ahead of the Warriors to get that victory. Yeah, four out of five on their penalty kicks. Some uh, some very veteran-savvy play throughout the match. And, you know, just when we thought we had the Warriors on Warpath, boom, Austin. Shows they're, uh, they're for real. Let's go to the second match of Rockin' Ronan Nelson's recap of the MLR Rugby Weekend. This match was a little bit more typical of what we've come to expect in MLR this season. The Seattle Seawolves going down to Dyer Stadium to play the Houston Sabercats and walking away with a 20-7 victory thanks to tries from Peter Tiberio and Phil Mack. It was a really strong defensive performance from the Seawolves who didn't have uh, a, much of a challenge against a very sleepy Sabercats team only had one try and one conversion in the entire match. They didn't really show up. It wasn't a very good display. It was a hot Texan afternoon that they were playing on. So it, not too many surprises here. But again, we see the decline of the Houston Sabercats as the season continues. Steve, is a Canadian scrum half the MLR coach of the year? Potentially, yeah, given the uh, workload. So he's coaching and he's playing and he's, uh, he's having a good season. Bill Mack, of course, we were talking about, mm -hmm. who is wearing two hats. What he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think these are the contrasts of the season, right? Seattle coming into the season seemed to be a little disorganized. There wasn't a coach. They had visa problems. There was some, not unrest, but there was some uncertainty. Um, Houston, by contrast, had come in with an impressive preseason and an impressive squad. And their fortunes have actually gone in opposite directions. Seattle now look a cut above, along with Glendale. 
and Houston are toiling at the bottom of the league right now. Everybody's talking about how good Seattle is. Everybody's talking about how Seattle is rolling everybody. And we're just glossing over the fact that Glendale is rolling over everybody or have, have beaten everybody. They're undefeated. Yes, Houston is on top of the standings and points, but they, I think they've played one more match, right, Ronan? Seattle. They have, yes, they have. Yeah, played Seattle's one more played one more match than Glendale. Yeah, but Glendale haven't played two weeks. I mean, they've just been out of the limelight, right? They're still winning. Um, and as Ronan will probably get to here in a sec, they're, they're still winning. So one game less, one point behind. They would expect them to go ahead coming into next week's game. So Glendale and Seattle, bit of separation between them and the mid table, and then Houston at the bottom. Take it back to uh, rocking Ronan Nelson's rugby recap of the MLR weekend. Well, this game was not surprising at all. Glendale walked into New Orleans and scored a 37-point margin victory, 47-10 over the NOLA gold. It was two tries for Bryce Campbell that started it off for the Glendale Raptors, and then it was the conversions, 6 of 7 for, for Will McGee that really kept them going. Uh, Glendale's just absolutely steamrolled this NOLA gold team. NOLA didn't look like they really had the fight to be able to keep up with the, the pace and speed that the Raptors brought into this match. And they were they were at, done after the, the 27th minute. Uh, they scored a try later in the match, but it was just one consolation on top of a lot of misery that had been compounded uh, since early in the match. Matt Houston had a good game, uh, but player of the week, Will McGee of the Glendale Raptors. We're going to get your name right, Will, always from here on in. You get week of the honors, week of uh, player of the week honors, you get your name said right. All kidding aside, nicely done. Uh, who's going to win this thing? Who's going to win the league? Glendale. Ronan? I'm going to give it to Seattle, mostly just because I really believe that Brock Stoller is the X factor that the MLR needs. He, uh, I mean, he was 100% on his kicks this week. He's been uh, fearless from fullback throughout the entire season. I think it's, I think it's players like him that are give, going to give Seattle the edge, but it's, it's hard not to say that it's going to be a, a Glendale-Seattle final down in San Diego come the end of June or beginning of July, whenever the final is. Steve's raising his hand. Steve, you have something to add? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I would concur. I think Glendale-Seattle. Um, so this, uh, this uh, notion that Glendale will be most affected because they've got guys leaving, they, they will get back for a potential final. Seattle also have people leaving, and they also have five Canadians leaving. So San Diego, Glendale, and Seattle are the teams most affected. I still believe Glendale and Seattle will be in the final, and I still believe Glendale have just that little margin of quality um, right now, I'd still go Glendale, Seattle. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our predictions. But also, Ronan, I want you to break down for us, if you can, the number of players that are missing from each of the teams because they're in Eagle camps. And we'll be right back after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. been blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me I drink beer because of the taste and my beer is Paps Blue Ribbon it has the taste and the flavor what do you think's on the label I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire That's good beer. 
everybody, we're back. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis and Ronan Nelson at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34. Gentlemen, we left off uh, before the break, and we were coming back with a promise to talk about our predictions, but also the number of players missing from the MLR teams, first with Eagles. So over half the U.S. roster that's going to be uh, playing in Denver this or that's been selected to uh, be eligible to play in Denver this weekend is comprised of players from the MLR. 17 of the 31 USA players on the roster are from Major League Rugby, six from San Diego, seven from Glendale, two from the Seattle Seawolves, uh, one from Utah, and uh, one from the Austin Elite. So it's a big, big contingent of MLR players in this United States roster so far. Now let's get to our predictions. Uh, We've got two matches on Friday night, and we've got one match on Saturday afternoon just before the Eagles play Russia. They're accommodating the schedule so they're not conflicting for fans to watch. But, um, you know, as we said, they're going to be without players. So let's get to our predictions. The first one, Ronan. What do you think of the Seattle Seawolves at the Austin Elite? So the last two weeks in a row, I've chosen against the Austin Elite at home, and I've been humiliated both times, first against San Diego, (laughs) then this last week against Utah. I'm going to have to test my lucky stars one more time. I'm going to have to choose Seattle. They're one of those teams that I said was going to be in the final this year, so I'm going to have to choose Seattle going into Round Rock and uh, upsetting uh, a really strong uh, Austin team. Is Phil Mack playing for Canada? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're losing their head coach and their captain and their scrum half. Steve, with that informi- with that intel, what's your choice? Seattle. You guys are high. I'm going it's hard Austin. To go against them. They're too good. You got Austin on a roll here. They got two in a row. They're going for the they're going for the hat trick and wins here. And they're a veteran squad. All right, second match: SaberCats against the Raptors in Glendale, also on Friday night. All right. Even though there are seven players that are going to be in the U.S. camp from the Raptors, it's it's too hard to pick against a team that is really steamrolling through this competition like Glendale. You have to choose them over a sagging Sabercats side that only scored one try and one conversion last weekend when they really should have done better in front of their home crowd. So Glendale at home all the way. This is their last chance. Um, they got to win to stay alive. To a certain extent, they've been embarrassed thus far. I really feel if they're going to pull something out of the hat, they have to do it this weekend. I think Glendale are more vulnerable, but more vulnerable, not necessarily vulnerable. Um, I'm still going to stay with Glendale. And you just got back from Denver two weeks ago, right? So you've been, you know, and you're going back there again. Lots. There's that. There's that. He's got that. He has to save face. Colorado connection. Yeah, he's got his Colorado connection, and he also lived there, folks. So there's backstory there. But I'm going to go with Glendale, unfortunately, for my friend uh, uh, Fitzy, Justin Fitzpatrick, the head coach. Um, I don't. I see the Sabercats at one and six after this weekend. Fortunately, that brings us to our final match of the weekend, Saturday, five p.m. Eastern, and you've got the Eagles at eight p.m. Eastern. So this one is the San Diego Legion at Nola Nate's Nola Gold. Well, I believe this is the first time of the season that I'm going to go ahead and pick the Nola Gold. Uh, San Diego is going to get hit with six international players that are going into the U.S. camp. Even so, those players didn't exactly perform well when they were on the team. So I don't see the team uh, doing any any close to any better with those players gone. So I'm going to pick Nola at home to go over San Diego. I agree. 
Um, San Diego are sub- have been up and down. It's hard to really pin them down. This is the toughest game to predict. Uh, I think they'll struggle as well. Uh, New Orleans, I think, have played a couple of games in a row now in that heat down there. It's not ideal conditions. It's not a great-looking pitch. Uh, there's still a bit of mongrel about that New Orleans team. You know, my, uh, Matt Houston's having a great year in the back row. Kayla Howden's feisty. Um, I'm going to take New Orleans for this one. I'm going to make it unanimous. I'm going to go with Nola on this one. Gentlemen, before we uh, end this segment, who's the present MLR MVP? If I had to make the tough decision, it'd be between Will McGee and Brock Stoller. Both of them are playing really well this season from their respective positions. Will McGee uh, at fly half and uh, Brock Stoller at fullback. For me, I'd go with Brock Stoller. Like I said earlier in the show, he's my X-Factor player for the league at the moment. I would have to go with him for MVP, but anyone could make a case for Will McGee. Despite Ronan's budding bromance with Brock Stoller, uh, I disagree. I think thus far it has to be Hanko. Um, still three, four games to play, though, but Hanko... Of Austin. I'm going to disagree with both of you and go with my MVP, who is a player coach of the Seattle Seawolves, Mr. Phil Mack. Canadian, eh? And uh, uh, sorry that there's no Canadian team left in the Stanley Cup Finals, eh? Gentlemen, I want to thank both of you uh, for coming on. And Ronan, I know that you're up in UCLA uh, taking finals. And Steve, you were impressed with UCLA. It was indeed. The um, team mostly comprised of freshmen. They, they made the final at the CRC. Uh, I know the father of um, a couple of their players, Barry Brothers, David Barry, is the father who actually helped support the Irish Sevens program, which had a great weekend. Um, but a couple of players there, Eric Naposki and Ben Brussel, two freshmen, had really good tournaments. And we're going to talk CRCs in our next segment. And on that note, we are out of time on this one. So I want to thank Mr. Ronan Nelson, who's up in Los Angeles taking finals at UCLA, and Mr. Steve Lewis with his pocket square and baby blue eyes. I'm Matt McCarthy. On behalf of both of them, we'll rugby wrap-up here in New York City talking rugby.